Welcome back on the Sports Wire on ESPN 100.5 and 105.1 KTGR. Andy Humphrey here, and joining me now on the KTGR hotline on this Saturday, it's Natalie Jones. You can find her on ABC 17 Sports. You can follow her on Twitter at NatalieABC17. That's Natalie with uh, an H in the middle, and uh, she joins us uh, on this weekend. Uh, Natalie, how are you today? I'm doing great. You know, it's the weekend, so we're feeling good. I appreciate you acknowledging the H. That's always an important aspect. It's it's important. It's a silent H, but it's there, and it needs to be it's spelled there. correctly. So I always want to make sure that's in that's uh, made clear. Uh, it's definitely uh, made clear to us that the Cardinals are in a bit of trouble. Uh, maybe they could be in more trouble if things just don't start out well uh, in this second half of the season. Obviously, there's an opening of the NL Central Division. You just never know what might happen. But uh, from what you've seen uh, from this Cardinals team as they went into the break, and now they try and work their way out of the under 500 realm, what, do you, what have you kind of seen from this group that's given you pause? Well, you know, the second half is always a critical part of the season for any team. But when you really look at really both teams in Missouri, the Cardinals and the Royals, the Cardinals especially, this is one they're really going to have to look at. I mean, third place in the NL Central, eight and a half games back from the Brewers. It's obviously not where you want to be. I think pitching's really been a big concern. But I really think there's been concerns on pretty much every aspect of the field. But let's take a look at pitching really quick. I mean, like, at the end of the season there, it kind of seemed like there was a stretch where they were only winning if Adam Wainwright was on the bump. And that's really not a place you want to be. You need to have more depth than that. And obviously losing Carlos Martinez is really going to hurt them. Obviously put on that 60-day injured list. But you got to look at guys like Adam Wainwright and KK. They really need to be the anchors here. And we need more development from Johan Aviedo. They just need more depth and on the batting side of this, you can't just rely on Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. I think a lot of Cardinals fans thought when they came in here it was going to really ignite this offense and really start something special. And Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt have had solid seasons, but you need to have more than just that. So I think you got to have some development there. Tyler O'Neill, you know, he's good behind them, but I think they need to see more from their lineup. I think we're probably going to see a lot of lineup changes. You saw Mike Schilt kind of messing with that near the end of the season. So maybe he had the answers in the all-star break, but – there's a lot of things to watch for the Cardinals going in the second half. Natalie Jones of ABC 17 Sports joining us here on the Sportswire KTGR and KTGR.com. The thing is, Natalie, I just sometimes I kind of feel for Mike Schilt because, you know, he, he has a lineup that on paper I think looks about as good as anybody else in the NL Central. I don't think you can predict things like Paul DeYoung uh, having a year under the Mendoza line like he's had. Uh, Tommy Edmond maybe not living up to the same expectations that he had going into the season uh, with him being a leadoff hitter and whatnot. Paul Goldschmidt starting to turn around, but uh, things just haven't really panned out the way that you uh, would have wanted for him throughout the long haul of this season. And then you don't have very many options uh, after that. I mean, what kind of tweaks were, were you kind of looking at with, with as far as what Mike Schilt would have at his disposal, you know, to, to try and find a way to get a winning lineup out there? I think, you know, he's really been playing around with where he put Dylan Carlson. I think one big asset, I will say, is having Harrison Bader back healthy. You know, he has hit the ball pretty well since his injury. He obviously had that big walk-off grand slam just before the All-Star break. So maybe there's some good signs there, but I really think it's just – 
one aspect of the lineup that I don't know that he should mess with is this Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt lead, coming up behind him, Tyler O'Neill. I think Tyler O'Neill is in a good spot. I think you're going to see a lot of movement, though, with, when it comes to Dylan Carlson, Harrison Bader, really just those ends of the lineup, trying to perfect that because, like you said, he really just can't seem to get the right mix. But honestly, this season, near the beginning of the season, he pretty much didn't touch the lineup that much. It was really near the end of this, that we towards the All-Star break, that you saw more movement. So I think fans can expect a lot more movement. Because like you said, they're in a tough spot. They're going to need to get some changes going here. Yeah, it is a tough spot to be in. Probably not uh, just for uh, the, the field staff, but also the front office staff. When they take a look at what they have at their disposal, not only on the active roster, but also uh, below it on the 40-man and in the minor league system. And when they try to look at what they might have uh, as far as options at the trade deadline, uh, the way I look at it is uh, it's really tough to gauge whether you should be a buyer or seller at this point, I just don't know if the Cardinals really are in a position now uh, with the record that they have and and how things have gone this year to try and and bet the bank and get as many uh, big arms or bats in as you can uh, to go for a championship because I just don't know if the assets are there. What have you kind of uh, gleaned from these next couple of weeks that could tell us whether or not they're going to be active in the trade market or not? Well, I think one thing to note about Mike Schultz is Mike Schultz is a player's guy. You know, he's a guy that's very loyal to his players. He's very into the people they have on hand, and I think that's going to play a very big role when you look at this trade deadline and you look at going into that. I think he's very trusting, and probably the front office as well, is very trusting of these players. He's always backing up these players. So I, I don't know how much movement we're really going to see. And like you said, Bringing in the assets, I don't know how much worth there is there. And it's obviously not something fans want to see. You never want to see a big name, you know, leaving St. Louis when you look at, you know, trying to get this worth here. But it's something that might need to happen. But that being said, I don't know if it will happen. Natalie Jones of ABC 17 joining us here on the Sportswire, KTGR and KTGR.com. Go follow her on Twitter at NatalieABC17. You can find her uh, during uh, various sportscasts on uh, ABC 17 News here in Mid-Mo. Uh, all right, let's go to the Royals now. It, it, maybe it's an easier decision. I don't know if it is, though, because this was a team that had hopes at least of maybe being a year away and probably wanting to get a head start on having the core that could pull them out of seller-dwelling years like this. But it turns out that uh, even with some of those off-season acquisitions, uh, it's panned out so far to what has been uh, so far a dreadful year for them. Is this an easier decision maybe for Dayton Moore to say, all right, let's look at what assets we can uh, send away and see what we can get for them? Oh, exactly. I think really right now with how the season is going, you just need to look at how the 2021 Royals can make the 2022 Royals better. You know, there's a lot of value in trades. When you look at guys like Danny Duffy, Whit Merrifield, Scott Barlow, Carlos Santana, all those guys have worth. And I think it's all about if the Royals will play ball, though, you know, if they will do that. It's kind of the same thing as I said with Mike Schilt. You know, they're very trusting in the guys that they have on hand. And historically, you know, obviously they haven't really played ball as much, but I think that's going to be an asset, getting fresh talent in there, just pumping that fresh talent in. And you never want to see a guy, fans like Whit Merrifield, Danny Duffy, obviously Scott Barlow, but any infusement of fresh talent is definitely something that the Royals need at this point. Yeah, it can definitely be a tough decision, especially when you look at players like Whit Merrifield and, and Danny Duffy. 
and, and and guys like that, and you were hoping maybe down the road they'd be part of the the championship formula, but it it at least looks like now it's not panning out. I, I wonder if there are untouchables. I mean, Salvador Perez seems like an untouchable. It's a long contract. It might be tough to move. Uh, Danny Duffy has been a Royal for about as long as you can remember. Uh, Whit Merrifield, I, I think, is probably easier to move. Uh, I mean, whatever maybe you can get out of Jorge Soler. I mean, it, it just seems like there aren't a ton of options, but uh, it's basically, I'm guess I'm guessing, whatever Dayton Moore is willing to part with, and right now we just don't know. That's a good point. You know, obviously, I think, as I keep mentioning, it's a thing where you never want to see those guys like Danny Duffy who have been there so long, and you look at Salvador Perez, and like you mentioned, it untouchable. It's like, it's those situations where you don't want to see them go, but on a level, you kind of just need to bite the bullet and do it a little bit. You need to get that fresh talent in there. That being said, as I keep repeating here, I don't know if they will play ball. I don't know if that's something that they're actually going to do. Natalie Jones of ABC 17 Sports with us on the Sports Wire, KTGR and KTGR.com on this Saturday. Uh, there was some news on the Mizzou football front, a familiar name uh, among uh, Midmo folks that follow high school football is joining Eli Drinkwitz's staff. Uh, Tia Ellison, the head coach of Battle High School, uh, earlier this week said he was uh, uh, leaving Battle for a new opportunity, and it looks like we found out yesterday that that opportunity is becoming the director of player development uh, for Eli Drinkwitz and the uh, Mizzou staff. It's got to be a, a quite a bit of a promotion for a former Mizzou guy, and uh, it, it's something that's uh, – I'm sure can help drink what's in the long run. What do you kind of make of the move, Natalie? I think I think it's a fantastic hire, honestly, by Eli Drinkwitz. When you look at a guy who, you know, director of player development, really getting these guys prepared for their NFL careers and their careers beyond football. I, I don't know if you could ask for a better guy than a T. Ellison. You know, I got to know him pretty well when he was at battle. He's, you know, a player's guy. You know, he puts the kids first. So I think that was a fantastic hire. I think he's really going to be an asset for this program when it comes down the line recruiting obviously as well you know he's a st louis native missouri native so i think that was a very very good hire for eli Drinkwitz. yeah it happens uh right before uh talking season uh, sec media days next week uh, of course uh, a couple of linemen uh heading uh, from the mizzou ranks to go down and uh talk to reporters uh over there uh it's it it's coming up upon it. We're we're almost to that time where camp will will be underway, and you know there's obviously optimism when uh, Eli Drinkwitz goes out and recruits the way that he has been recruiting the last uh, few months. Uh, it, it obviously builds up that that momentum uh, as far as as the fan base. Uh, what do you kind of expect, though, when uh, this group that uh, is going to be meshed with uh, a talented uh, freshman class? Uh, some transfers that could be key down the stretch, uh, and the group that's returning for or for Mizzou. Your early expectation of what that might look like in camp? I think it's a pretty good mix of new talent mixed with this experienced talent. I think the biggest thing that you need to look at at camp is Connor Basilak because obviously, you know, the quarterback, you're going to look at the quarterback, but I think it's interesting this year he isn't fighting for that starting spot. He's the guy, you know, and last year he showed flashes of greatness, but I think – this year, he needs to put it all together and put up some consistent numbers, which I really think he can do because he has that poise. And 
When you look at transfers, I think that's been a big storyline over the past few months. You know, the transfer portal, that's a national trend. You lost a guy like Jalen Knox, but there's a lot of up-and-coming talent in this roster. When you look at Mookie Cooper, I think Dominic Lovett could even make some impact here. So I think there's a lot of good signs because other than Larry Roundtree, they're really returning most of their major contributors this year. So I think there's a lot of people to watch. But Connor Bazelak is definitely one I would keep my eye on through camp because I think this season really could be a breakout year for him, especially with the talent he has surrounding him. Yeah, the excitement is definitely there, and we'll just have to see how it translates to the field, and we'll be finding out uh, very soon and finding out along with Natalie Jones of uh, ABC17. You can follow her on Twitter, uh, at NatalieABC17. Uh, and high school football is almost upon us, and that's uh, one of the main sources to go for everything Midbow High School football. Uh, what's cooking as far as uh, what you've got planned down the pipe for uh, this upcoming season, Natalie? A lot of, you know, a lot of cool stuff. I mean, there's a lot of cool storylines this year. You know, a lot of new coaches coming into town, a lot of coaches looking to make their name. I was out at Jefferson City's practice yesterday, a few days ago, actually. And, uh, you know, a lot of excitement there. So I think there's a lot of excitement going for this season. And I think people are just so happy. The consensus I've gotten from coaches is a normal off season has just helped them so much, you know, a little bit more normal than last year. So I think, you know, there's a lot of exciting stuff coming for these football teams. And, you know, we'll be out visiting them. So make sure to catch up with us. We'll have a lot more from all these high school football teams this season, even this summer, too. Yeah, definitely exciting. Uh, go follow Natalie Jones on Twitter at NatalieABC17, Natalie with an H, and uh, watch her on ABC17 Sports on various nights uh, on your local channel. And uh, always appreciate the time that you give to us, Natalie. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk again soon. I appreciate you having me.